Welcome to Beyond the Lines. I'm your host, Jason Davis. Today I'll be talking about the controversial topic of youth athletes and strength training. I'll also talk about the benefits of strength training for youth athletes and what are some of the questions you as a parent should ask your son or daughter's coach or athletic trainer. Later in the episode, you'll hear from a highly qualified performance specialist and get his take on youth athletes and strength training. The first thing I would like to address is the steroid abuse among teens. True, you may be the biggest, strongest person in your school, but at what cost? Steroids cause various organ problems and can even lead to death. My main point here, stay away from steroids. Don't go anywhere near them. Now, as a parent, you may be fearful to have your son or daughter to begin strength training for two major reasons. Number one, fear of injury. Number two, which is probably the biggest fear and certainly the biggest myth, is that strength training stunts youth athletes' growth. No studies have ever been shown that lifting weights stunts or inhibits growth. But as with many exercise programs, if you do too much too soon, physical problems can occur. The most important aspects when training a child are supervision, exercise technique, lifting weights, high repetitions, somewhere in the 12 to 20 rep range. Now, as a teen, you may gradually progress to heavier weights with lower reps, around 10 to 12 per set. Supervision is key. The vast majority of injuries occur in kids working out by themselves without supervision. For healthy children who are taught proper lifting form by qualified trainers or therapists and who work out in supervised, non-competitive environment, the risk of injury is very low and the potential for benefits is great. I'm a strong believer that you won't make good gains unless you're properly motivated. A child being pushed by an aggressive coach or an overzealous parent should not be training. A serious young athlete with reasonable training goals, supportive parents, and a qualified coach can benefit from strength training. Young athletes, focus on free weights. Free weights allow you to better mimic a sports movement. Learn to set reasonable goals. Now, this is mostly for the guys. I know you want to look in the mirror and see those results right away, but visible results usually take about six weeks to appear, but you will feel strength gains within four weeks. Set small goals at first, and once you reach them, do it again. Don't start off by saying something like, I'm going to get 20-inch biceps within six months, because that's unreasonable. And when you don't reach that goal, you won't be as motivated to train. So how does all of this work? When you lift weights, you are actually causing micro tears in your muscle fibers. Yes, you are destroying your muscles by lifting weights, but your body repairs those tears. It creates more muscle tissue than there was before. Your body adapts to the stresses you place upon it. So what are some of the benefits of strength training for youth athletes? Number one, laying the groundwork for the future. As they progress through their athletic careers, strength training plays a vital role in ensuring that youth athletes develop motor skills, improve muscle movement, and become more coordinated. Since athletes go through many changes during their adolescence, it's very important for young athletes to be sound in basic movements so that their platform from growth and development continues to flourish. With that, many fundamentals for long-term athletic development are established. Number two, the risk of injury. With all athletes, especially young athletes, it's about safety and preventing injury. It's rarely the weight or even the exercise that injures someone. It's usually lifting the weight or performing an exercise improperly that causes the injury. Thus, building foundational strength knowledge so that young athletes have a better understanding of muscle mechanics and proper form. Number three, increased strength. While a progressive strength training program is always recommended for young athletes, it's greatly beneficial to have kids begin with bodyweight exercises and strength training with resistance bands. Number four, it builds self-esteem. 
Studies have shown an increase in positive self-image with regular strength training, so it stands to reason that one of the greatest benefits of strength training for young athletes is the impact on self-esteem and self-confidence. A strength training program within reason helps young athletes gain focus, attention, and dedication. They can see what their body can do now as opposed to what it couldn't do before. Number five, improved performance in their sport. Having young athletes engage in sport-specific exercises can actually result in muscle imbalances and improper training techniques. Youth athletes don't have the strength, endurance, or stability of their muscles and joints to properly or efficiently perform sports skills. A stronger athlete is a better athlete, so for younger athletes to see greater benefits, a more well-rounded program is the better option. In young athletes, strength training results in improved speed, agility, quickness, and conditioning. And number six, varying the activities to avoid burnout and boredom. It's important to remember that these are kids, so mixing up their training routine will avoid burnout. They want to have fun, so vary their workouts so that they don't always feel like they're practicing and playing their sport, yet they are still working towards improving their skills. So maybe you're at the point where you're considering to have your son or daughter to begin strength training, but you're not sure when they should start or what's the best way to start a strength training program for kids. I'll discuss the most common questions parents have when it comes to youth athletes and strength training. Number one. What is an appropriate age for youth athletes to start strength training? As early as age 7 or 8, youth athletes can begin adding light resistance, such as resistance bands, to begin strength training. As long as they are able to practice proper form and technique consistently, but push-ups and pull-ups are an excellent way to start. Number two, what's the best way to start a strength training program for kids? Number one, consult a professional. Start with a coach or professional trainer who has experience with youth strength training. The coach or trainer can create a safe, effective strength training program based on your child's age, size, skills, and sports interests. Or enroll your child in a strength training class designed specifically just for kids. B. Warm up and cool down. Encourage your child or athlete to begin each strength training session with 5 to 10 minutes of light aerobic activity such as walking, jogging in place, or jumping rope. C. Keep it light. Resistance doesn't have to come with weights. Resistance tubing and bodyweight exercises such as push-ups, squats, and lunges are effective options. D. Emphasize proper technique. This is really key here. Form and technique are far more important than the amount of weight your child lifts. Your child can gradually increase the resistance or number of repetitions as he or she gets older. E. Supervision. Adult or professional supervision by someone who knows proper strength training technique is absolutely a must. F. Rest between workouts. Make sure your child rests at least one full day between exercising each specific muscle group. The body needs a chance to recover and heal. G. Keep it fun. Varying your child or athlete's workouts to prevent boredom and overtraining. Letter H. Remember, results won't come overnight. Eventually, your child's muscle strength and endurance will be noticeable. So number three, does science support or refute athletes starting to lift at a young age? To date, there's no scientific evidence that suggests youth athletes shouldn't lift light weights. In fact, evidence supports that resistance training programs under supervision and instructions by a qualified professional can have a long-term positive benefit for a healthy lifestyle and future sports participation. Research has indicated that resistance training bring about significant performance improvements in muscular strength, muscular endurance, power production, change of direction, speed, agility, balance, stability, coordination, and speed of movement in youth athletes. Resistance training also has positive effects on health as well as improving psychological well-being. Furthermore, resistance training helps to reduce both severity and incidence of injuries. Number four, 
What are the pros and cons to athletes lifting weights at an early age? Some of the pros. A. Improved overall fitness and sports performance. Letter B. Increased lean body mass. C. Burn more calories. D. Make bones stronger to prevent less injuries. Letter E. Improve mental health. Some of the cons. Injuries from improper execution. If they're not supervised properly or shown proper technique, injuries will occur. B. Lifting more than he or she can control. If the weight's too much or they don't understand body movement, then injuries can occur. C. Training with an ill-informed trainer. As the theme has been so far throughout this episode, athletes have to be supervised properly and shown proper technique to prevent any kind of injury. And letter D. Excessive weight training. As I mentioned earlier, the more the kids get rest, the better their body can heal and repair itself. So number five, what's a healthy routine? Letter A. Kids can start with bodyweight exercises such as sit-ups and push-ups. They should work on their technique without using any kind of weights. They have to perfect the technique before they can even begin adding weights. B. When proper technique is mastered, relatively lightweight can be used with a high number of repetitions. As I mentioned earlier, anywhere between the 12 to 20 rep range. Do perhaps one set of 15 repetitions of 6 to 8 exercises that focus on the major muscle groups of the upper body, lower body, and the core. Letter C. For best results, do strength exercises for at least 20 to 30 minutes, 2 or 3 days per week. Take at least one day off between sessions. Letter D. The child to instructor ratio should be no more than 10 to 1. Any more than that, then the instructor is going to lose control of what's being done properly. Letter E. Again, the instructor should have an approved strength training certification and experience with kids in strength training. Number six, as a concerned parent of a teen athlete, what are some of the questions you should ask the personal trainer or high school strength coach? Letter A, is your program age appropriate? Programs for kids in 7th and 8th grades should be different than those designed for kids in 11th and 12th grades. Programs should be adapted as these kids progress and mature. Letter B. Is your training designed for overall athletic development or is it primarily sports specific? To reduce injury risk, a teen strength and conditioning coach should focus on overall athletic development. They need to develop a strength base with age-appropriate movements. Letter C. Are they willing to coordinate your son or daughter's training with their high school strength coach? Coaches and professionals need to work together. They need to have open communication. The two programs need to be married and focused on long-term athletic development. For example, your son or daughter had a hard upper body workout during the day at the school, then goes to the personal trainer at night and has a tough upper body workout there. This can lead to injuries and wears down the athlete. As a parent, we're involved in everything from taking the kid to and from practice working the concession stand, being part of the fundraiser, and of course, cheering at the games. But there's some tough questions we need to ask ourselves when it comes to our involvement in our son or daughter's athletics. Number one, what do I want my child to get out of their sports experience? Do you see after-school sports as a form of babysitting, or do you want your child to actually learn something from the experience? And if so, what? Number two, how will you stay positive when your child faces problems you think are not their fault? This can happen a lot. Are you going to react when your child complains about their coach or teammates? And what can you do to maintain your positive attitude? Keep in mind that your response to your child's problems will shape how he or she responds. If you rant and complain, he or she will take that negativity to practice in games. Is that what you really want? Pause and reflect. Number three, how will you react when your child has a weak performance? Will your child sense disappointment? Will they be afraid to get in the car with you after the game? What is it that you want them to feel? 
Maybe the better question is, how would you feel if this happened at work? And what would you want to hear from your boss? Number four, why is it so important to you that your child has success in their sports? Perhaps you're frustrated because you didn't do well when you played sports and you want to see your child do better. Or maybe you were an excellent athlete and you expect your child to follow in your footsteps. This is a hard one for sports parents to be honest about because they don't like admitting that their child's performance may be attached to their own ego. As you have this conversation with yourself, determine exactly what, quote, success means in your child's situation. Every athlete's success is unique to their own skill set and goals. Your child's success should never be compared to another child's success. Their track is different than your child's track. You may be thinking that introspection is not your thing, but I encourage you to take a few minutes and think through these internal conversations. They will prepare you to victoriously handle whatever the season throws at you and your young athlete. So now let's hear from our special guest and get his take on youth athletes and strength training. He was a member of the University of Illinois track and field team from 1997 to 2001. He was the Big Ten Athlete of the Year in 2000. During his pro career, he made the U.S. Championships Finals four times and made the Olympic Trials Finals in 2004. He has a master's degree in human movement science, as well as a CSCS, which is a top certification for professionals in his field. He was the associate strength and conditioning coach for the University of Georgia football program from 2012 to 2015. He's trained hundreds of current professional athletes, and he's considered one of the best performance specialists in his field. He's the owner and head performance director of Vast Sports Performance in Tampa, Florida. Sherman Armstrong, welcome to the show. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. So today on the show, we've been talking about the controversial topic of youth athletes and strength training or weightlifting. I have you on the show today to shed some light on this topic. But before we get into that, what is the main difference between strength training and weightlifting? Well, there, there, I mean, there's not much of a difference. I mean, these are just terms that folks use. They, you know, you can say we're weightlifting or we're strength training. The big difference is, is the goal. So if, if I am a athlete and I'm training uh, versus if I am a adult and I'm bodybuilding, that's the big difference. So the goal is the difference, but the words, you know, they, they can go to each way, each direction. Uh, so it's all about the goal. What am I trying to accomplish? And then that will define what I do. Okay. All right. Because of the fear surrounding youth athletes and strength training, it's a hot button topic for most parents to have their son or daughter uh, begin strength training or weightlifting. What are your thoughts on youth athletes and strength training? I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's vital. See a lot of records being broken by younger athletes and it's happening because folks are embracing strength training early, but not just strength training uh, and, and that alone, right? Meaning they're, they're, they're linking up with professionals that have the expertise and the education uh, that can give them a, a competitive advantage, but in an age-appropriate manner, right? So that is the key thing, an age-appropriate, sports-specific manner. Uh, so that's how, you know, you're able to see that. But I think it's crucial uh, in order for your, your, your son or your daughter to have that competitive edge uh, to engage in strength training in the proper way. Now, a, a couple of things that I think the fear surrounding youth athletes and strength training, one is the effect on growth plates. Mm -hmm. And from the things I've read and some of the research I've looked up, uh, there is no science that necessarily backs that up in terms of the growth plates being affected by strength training. Uh, another fear is kids maybe getting fractures. Again, anything as far as under supervision, which you've mentioned, under controlled situation, 
there's no real evidence to support that those things will happen. What is your take on the, on this fear? Or where does fear come from surrounding growth plates and weightlifting? Right. Well, you know, in my studies and research, uh, just going through school, the what we found is that the the research on it is it, it's kind of it, there's research for it, and then there's research against it. So the research is is kind of fifty fifty. And because it's like that, uh, you know, like our approach is different. Uh, so depending on your age, there's certain amounts of load that we just won't put on the kid. If, if you're, you know, fourth grade, fifth, or even younger, we're not putting any weight, like heavy weight on you. We do more band work or body weight exercise because earlier on anyway, it's more important to focus on the technique and the mechanics and understand what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And am I, am I, am I executing it the right way? And then once you have that foundation of doing body weight or band uh, resistance work, now as I get into seventh or even actually eighth grade, as I'm getting ready to transition to high school, it's a proper time to introduce the weight training. But I've set a foundation of how to properly squat, right? What the body should look like how it should feel mm-hmm. i've set the proper foundation for lower back exercise or upper body exercise uh bench press for example you know i press bands so i understand the importance of locking out and controlling down those are what's really important is uh understanding that the data out there is kind of 50 50 therefore let's play it safe let's do it the right way and let's form a good foundation of body weight bands and then transition into the weight once it's earned. Now, speaking to the point that you made a couple of minutes ago about in a controlled environment under supervision, some of the things that I've read, that's where most of those injuries occur is when it's unsupervised or they're perhaps with a trainer, someone who isn't certified and is particularly working with youth. So that point that you made is, is really valid because if those kids aren't being supervised the proper way, and if they're not being taught by the proper people, then yes, those injuries will occur. And I think that feeds into where some of that fear comes from because kids aren't being taught the right way by the right people. And I think that feeds into that fear. Yeah. So can boys and girls start strength training at the same time? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, they can. But, you know, uh, it goes back to, you know, doing it the right way. Everybody's different. Boys and girls can start at the same time, but what I do compared to what you do may be different. My approach versus your approach may be different for for a number of reasons. You know, you have to look at injury history, what sport am I playing? That makes a difference as well. So absolutely, they can start at the same time. Now at VASH, you train boys and girls of all ages and athletic abilities. How do you go about training youth athletes in terms of implementing a program, coming up with that program, and then seeing it through? Number one, the, the first thing I want to know is I want to know your age because that, that's going to tell me, you know, how to start this program. Once I know your age, now I need to know your sport. Now I've got your sport. Now uh, what I need to know, are there any injuries currently? And then what was the previous injury, if any? Once I have that information, now it's very easy for me to uh, put together a program or an initial workout because I won't know what I'm really getting myself into until I see the athlete and we start. I could be told one thing, but I see another. 
So then that lets me know the next session or even in this current session that we're doing, there's some changes that need to be made based off of what I see. Now, imagine if you're dealing with, say, you know, a third, fourth grader, fifth grader, their program is going to be more encompassing versus someone who is maybe a junior or senior high school, where they're at this particular point, they're more specialized in their particular sport. So I imagine their programs are going to be completely different, not necessarily from, say, a weight or repetition uh, or even an exercise standpoint, but more so, but because the, the younger kid is going to be more into several different sports, we're looking at building up maybe perhaps their entire overall athleticism, whereas an older kid, they're going to be a little bit more specialized. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. That is very correct. Uh, our younger kids, like you mentioned, you know, they're going to be uh, exploring multiple sports. We want to make sure we just create the complete athlete. Uh, and that same subject, that same kid, the complete athlete, while young, as he or she goes from eighth grade, ninth grade, getting to sophomore year, now the number of sports I'm participating in has probably dwindled down to two or in some cases one. So now I've, I'm a, I'm a, I've created a, a total athlete because we've been working for, for years, right? So now I can specialize in the specific movement patterns that's going to allow me to be successful for my particular sport. Okay. And as far as the youth, the younger athlete, would you recommend two to three days a week in terms of working out and perhaps the junior, senior, the high school athlete, maybe three to four times a week? Uh, it, it just really depends. It depends on, you know, what, I'm, what am I doing at school? Because a lot of times our high school athletes are doing, they're doing something at school. And normally when they come our way, they're doing, they're doing good work. It's just not complete uh, because of the numbers. Uh, they just can't get as much in the volume as they, as they need to so they can see the result that they want. They're doing it, uh, but the big thing is just, you know, just trying to figure out what are you doing and, all right, now this is what we, this is what we want to do. And we always like to start out, I like to start out with two days. And you may want to do three, but you know what? We're going to start out with two days with your current schedule because we want to make sure that because there's there are, there are a number of factors that that will cause folks to kind of uh, I guess lose the consistency. We want to make sure that it fits in the schedule, and it's comfortable for you to get here, and you don't have you don't have a bunch of excuses as to why not to do it. So when we start small and then work our way to three, and ultimately that's where we want to be. You know, three days a week for me is great. Uh, if you can fit four. You know, that'd be great, but I, you know, I, I don't press a four because there's so many other things going on. You, I mean, you're probably still practicing that, that athlete. So we have to factor in, we don't want to overtrain, uh, but we want to train. So, you know, that two's the start and three is the goal if we can do it. But if I can only do two, then that program is going to be set up in a way to where it makes sense uh, for what I'm doing at school when they're away from me. And uh, it also makes sense uh, and it allows me to get better and stronger in my sport. Well, considering that this, this topic is so unnerving to some parents, what advice or recommendations do you have for parents who are thinking about starting their son or daughter in strength training? Uh, yeah, I, I think that they, they should. What separates, uh, you know, those that are avid and those that are great is the mentality, right? But, you know, it's also, you know, what, decisions I make and knowing what I know. And we know that athletes performing at a high level, those athletes, you know, 
They're not just freaks of nature, right? Uh, most of the time, these are kids that were regular kids, but the decisions were made early on to engage in strength training. And over time, right, through that consistent work, they created uh, a kid that has a great, solid uh, build, a good foundation that's less injury prone. So it may look like, hey, this kid's, uh, you know, man, he's, he's a stud. Well, it didn't start out that way. So, yeah, definitely. He's the owner and head performance director of Vast Sports Performance in Tampa, Florida, Sherman Armstrong. What's the website where listeners can take a look at what you got going on at Vast and how can they reach out to you? Okay, yeah, our website is vastsp.com, uh, but the majority of our content is on uh, Instagram. It's Vast underscore sports underscore performance. Uh, that's where our sports performance. We also have a track club, and that's on Instagram, Vast Track Club uh, as well. And uh, we're, we're training athletes age five all the way to professional. Thanks for coming on the show and hope to have you on again sometime in the future. Oh, yeah. No problem. We'd love to come back. Thanks a lot. All right. And see ya. So what are the three takeaways from today's episode? Number one, there's no evidence to support that weightlifting or strength training stunts the growth of youth athletes. Exercises can be done in a controlled environment with a certified instructor with experience training youth athletes. Number two, parents, ask questions of your son or daughter's trainers and coaches. Make sure they're teaching and instructing your son or daughter with proper form and technique. Number three, as a parent, make sure you understand your impact on your son or daughter as it relates to their experience in athletics. Once again, I'd like to thank Sherman for being on the show and offering his advice. You can follow this show on Twitter at underscore Beyond the Lines podcast or Instagram at Beyond the Lines, all one word. If you felt that this episode was very helpful, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend. And if you're a parent, I also encourage you to share this show with three other parents who have son or daughters that are athletes. Tune in next week as I talk to a teenage athlete about the notion that either they have to be the number one player in the nation or they're a bust. As always, thanks for listening. Take care. Music